Hey guys, welcome back to yet another bite of D&D where we add flavor to your games and campaigns. This is Micah and across for the internet from me is my co-host Zach. What's going on guys? And as we mentioned last week, this is a bit more of a miscellaneous episode as we see this come up time and time again in different discussion posts and things like that. And that is what to do if you may have accidentally given your party too many or too strong of a magic item too early or something else along those lines. You're not sure how to handle your group now that they are drowning in magic and powerful items. Yeah, or conversely, if you are a player and you realize that your DM just gave you that game-breaking item or handful of items. So getting into this, I want to lead off just by kind of further setting the stage maybe and saying this is something that i think it doesn't matter how experienced of a dm you are you're going to do this before too long in your campaigns in your adventures once you start handing out magic items especially if you're doing homebrew worlds or something like that where you're having to give out items on the spot or once you're running dm's guild adventures and you're not thinking through everything the the library of biblius which we kind of talked about a couple weeks ago how some of those items just get to bonkers level of power very quickly in your campaign and if you're not screening those potential items you're handing out before you get there with the sessions that you're you're pulling from there well and there's also i mean i don't want to just want to imply that it's just i guess it's not just mistakes and it's not just poorly balanced it's also I mean, just in the DMG, there are items in there that can ruin your... I shouldn't say ruin. There are items in there that will break your campaign if you implement them. And some of them are meant to. If you throw in the deck of many things and aren't prepared for your entire campaign to potentially be done, you probably did not read through what the deck of many things did. Yeah. Or you just didn't think about what those things would imply. I see too many people online that worry because one of their characters, one of their players has a character that has two more points worth of an ability score than on average than anybody else. You know, oh, everybody else, nobody else has an 18 and he has an 18. I've got to fix this. I'm like, well, I don't really know that you need to fix that. That's a small thing. But the deck of many things houses many powerful things, things that decimate or deify almost a character and that those are the things that will be obvious when one player has them and one player does not yeah but let's scale this back let's let's look at items that you your players may realistically obtain in a game and some of the most common ways that we have seen dms go about fixing their situation yeah the first of which i would say is very much in the realm of a bad dm in that they realize their character has a problem item and so they do the classic rocks fall you die you don't have the item anymore. or rocks fall you you dodge but oh did your weapon survive the rocks or did your wand make it out you yeah. know or did you rocks fall your magic item dies yeah. ah shucks ah dang it and it's just a really unsatisfactory way as a player for that situation to be handled and that's unfortunately the advice i see a lot of people handing out in these groups do not do that that is the worst way to fix a mistake you have made 
that's exactly right. That's what I was going to say right there is the magic items found in this game, in your game, are found because you put them there. It is not the player's fault that you gave them an item that is broken. There's no world in which they got to make something that you didn't okay first or they didn't get to find something that you hadn't put in the world or they didn't get to buy something that you didn't say that seller had. You decided what to do that got them this item. You have to figure out a way to remedy this broken situation without punishing your characters. Yep. So the second one that I see quite a bit is finding an excuse to capture them, whatever, and then just take all of their items. Especially with no chance to get them back. Yeah, they, they get captured, they lose all their items, and they're gone forever. Because then you're not killing the character, so it's fair. Again, this is probably the second worst way <laughs> to handle a problem that you put in your game. And I think that comes down to you're removing player agency. You're saying that... I get to decide what's available to you at my table. And what I'm telling you is that almost always when players are captured, there's an element of frustration there. And I think good players understand that that's something that isn't always avoidable. But then when you say, oh, and your items are gone, well, where are they? We search the we search the prison. Oh, they're not there. You're telling them your abilities as a player are limited by what I want as a DM. And that maybe is true, but it should never be felt in the middle of a game i think the method there though with the capturing and your item being taken is close to something that is reasonable and works out so if you have this item that's just causing you problems that you view as way too strong and especially if you are making your own campaign they don't necessarily know the full background of this item. They don't know necessarily what its importance is. And you can always write it in as part of the plot hook as being the key to a seal or a necessary component in a ritual to stop something far worse. And by willingly sacrificing this object, they can unlock an ancient vault. They can seal away a demon they could do a multitude of things that makes them feel good for having the choice to sacrifice this item. And it also gives them time to play with it and get to revel in the power of this item for a little while before it gets to the point where they turn it back over. I think another thing that I think of when it comes to these awesome items is I, I heard it on another podcast earlier uh, a few weeks ago or maybe last week, and they said that any any items that your characters find that are worth over a thousand gold piece are campaign worthy items in and of themselves. And by that, they mean these are items that you could build a whole campaign around. And I like that mindset because it's like it tells you that this oh this helm of whatever that that well, to use an example from a, a mistake that I made once upon a time, this helm that gives everybody around it advantage on saving throws all saving throws (laughs) everywhere to anyone unlimited that does not just exist it was created by a super powerful being more powerful than any player will ever be almost certainly and it had a powerful purpose and that purpose is probably not gone so you putting it into your game should at minimum spark some sort of tangent or quest or something tied to that item. And at maximum, should really just shake the 
whole world and campaign to its core by it being a part of your party. Now, on the flip side, maybe you haven't given out a powerful item like that, but you're trying to find a way that makes it more sensible to do so. If your group goes on a campaign for months of their gaming time, it is certainly reasonable that they should get a quite powerful item out of it. And you can use that as a reward and and as an incentive for them to follow through with some of those plot hooks that you lay down and have them look forward to accomplishing this quest, this mission, whatever you've got planned. And I think that that brings us to the last true thing that I have to say on this, or at least the last section, which is, okay, you decide I'm not going to kill a player. I'm not going to take it away. I'm not going to use it as a, in a moment that where they have to get rid of this item for a quest or they have to absorb it. It's not going to be a plot device. Right. All of those things I've decided, nope, nope, nope. I don't need any of that. I want to let them have this item. First off, I say bravo, because I think that that, by making that decision, you've made your life both easier and harder at the same time. Easier in that I think that your players will really appreciate the fact that you are not in any way punishing them for your error, your transgression. But I think harder in that now you have to figure out what do I do that now all of my now all the members of this party that are clustered around this guy have advantage on saving throw. That drastically makes every single fight, especially at higher levels, easier by an exponential amount. What does that mean for me? Does it mean that I just allow all the fights to be easy or at least a chunk of them? Does it mean that I have to be more clever in my combats and find new ways and new monsters that get around that? Or do I raise the difficulty on things to still make it challenging even at advantage on everything? You know, you have to decide all that now. Yeah, and I think there is a lot of merit, in my opinion, letting them keep it, unless you just really screwed up. There is a lot of merit in letting them keep it because who doesn't like to come against greater odds and come out ahead? It just makes it feel that much more epic when you are throwing tougher encounters at your party to compensate for the extra power they have in their items, and they are still coming out victorious. It also allows you to write, work it into the story in a much more meaningful way. Maybe you do want to remove it from the party for a while, and they need to go back on a quest to retrieve it. Well, that could buy you a couple levels as they go back to re-retrieve this powerful relic that they had. And by the time they get it again, it's a bit more manageable for where you want to be at in the story. And that way you can kind of tie in two of those aspects at the same time. You temporarily remove it. You give them a reason to go after it. They know that it's waiting for them at the end of this quest chain. And then they get to get their hands back on the item. They get to use it again. And you can delay its effects until it makes a little bit more sense for the power level of the other monsters and the party level and where you want them to be at that time. And I would agree with that. While you were say, saying that and talking about the rest of the party, I was thinking the, the one the one thing that you have to keep in mind is that you were talking about a magic item. What that implies is that one character has this item. And, and no, I was going to say, well, and yes, that's a very good point because that also means the spotlight is probably going to be shining over them far more frequently than some of your other players. If you decide to keep the item, what you're committing to in a way is eventually making this everyone has something like that, I feel like, or at least Mm -hmm. most of them. Like, 
to use my helmet item, which I could give you half a dozen items that I've thrown into a game to regret later, but to keep with the helmet, if I then give my paladin player a plus two suit of armor, a plus two should be like so exciting. It should be like I am getting to be a paladin and my armor shows it. Like like it should be a highlight of your character. Well, all of a sudden now your armor isn't as cool as the bard's helmet. And you as the DM know that, and he as the paladin player knows that. And you know if you give him that plus two, it maybe is only a holdover. He's going to feel like it's at best a holdover for something that has to be better because you gave the bard that at level eight. So, you know, I'll get mine probably by level 12. You know, like there's just this expectation of balance, which I think arguably you do have to meet that expectation. Yes, and and balancing the spotlight, that is, in my opinion, the greatest challenge when you have magic items that are maybe tipping the scales too far in one direction. Yep. Because at the end of the day, while it, it it is a very cool thing to have, and the party as a whole can feel very cool when they're accomplishing something like that, they definitely feel, it, it, they're more likely to feel, well, we only did it because of this person yep. and because of their item and their own personal achievements, even if they played fantastically, even if they role-played really well, they made smart tactical decisions, feel less impactful to them because they feel like they're on a crutch, which is part of the reason why stronger encounters and things can help. But it does always kind of come back to they know that item is very strong. They know the person wielding it is a huge asset, and it does kind of feel like their own actions are diminished. I want to wrap back around to taking away your items from the players, especially if you plan to give it back to them at some point through some sort of quest or anything like that. But if you're going to take it, make it still a a tangible item in the world. So take the helm that we've been using as our example. In that final fight, or maybe in a few encounters leading up to getting it back, they have to face against an enemy group that is benefiting from the helm. And now they're suddenly against this thing that has been such a huge boon to them. And it just allows your players to maybe appreciate some of that power, appreciate how much that really does benefit them in a way they don't normally experience if they're the ones who are just the only ones using it. I agree. That's to flip the table on the players is something that is needed and required and is a nice refreshment later under in a campaign and, and showing a party how powerful that item is can let them appreciate it even more once they recover it if they do. Now, so getting to players, if you're a player and your DM hands you an item and he makes it up on the spot or maybe he doesn't, but either way, you come to the realization that, holy crap, this item is insane. And I think that it's even more insane than what he thinks it is. There is an item in one of the campaigns that I play in recently where a player asked the DM for an item, if there was any items in the town that had a leech ability. Well, we were in a big town and the DM was trying to be giving, charitable. And so he said, sure, there's a sword. It does a D6 damage. And then you also roll another D6 and you heal that much every hit. And it's 1,800 gold piece. And... He was just trying to meet the needs of a player in a town that he felt like could. The player and several of us at the table immediately realized a mistake had been made for this low-level, third-level party, and that we had the gold, 
and he was giving this item to a rogue and that it was going to basically make our rogue nigh unkillable for a long, long time. What happens when you're faced with that as a player or as a party, I think is important to how the game is going to work moving forward because our player, to his benefit, listened to that. He said, this is an item that can break the game. And he immediately told the DM that and then basically implied, if you need to adjust this item, we can figure it out. And also, I'm going to not abuse this power. And to that, I say bravo, because what you're doing to as the player is giving the DM an easy way out. It's frustrating to you if it gets something gets taken from you. It's frustrating to the whole group to feel like something is being taken from them. But if you offer it up, not only not only is that feel great all the way around, but it also probably allows you know all those early things that we talked about, like your DM killing you, your DM imprisoning <laughs> you and taking your item. None of those things will happen because you're willing to meet him halfway in resolving his mistake. So what this DM did was say it's not going to be a d6 it's going to be a set amount i think it came out to like two hit points which is still really powerful but that's an item that now doesn't scale quite as much at higher levels and it isn't quite as good and there might be other items that come up later that are more valuable from a damage dealing perspective or something like that like what you've met him halfway and it's still exactly what you wanted it doesn't change the story it doesn't change the feel he doesn't have to do anything rash he doesn't have to live with his mistake and you are getting really what you probably had hoped for initially anyways so me as a player and i apologize in advance for this because my player perspective and my my player mentality and my dm mentality are unfortunately different. <laughs> and I will lend this to Zach maybe as forewarning as he is my primary DM for play. But I have probably two methods of dealing with powerful magic items. One, I try not to overuse it. And, and this is not a powerful magic item. This is nowhere near the game-breaking levels we're talking about. But in our current campaign, I am playing an Aarakocra Warlock. And my goal is to very rarely pull out Eldritch Blast unless there's no other option. I want to play a Blade Dancing Skirmisher. I feel like Eldritch Blast is the most boring style of play within the game, and so I'm going to try to avoid flying above everything's head and poking them with magic. And I, I kind of try and take the same concept with magic items that I think are overly powerful. They should be respected. They should be treated with kind of a, a form of reverence and only pulled out when the situation is dire, which lends them, in my perspective, a little bit more weight. The flip side of that, if I am handed something that I feel like is obviously broken, I will kind of tend to stick with my first strategy of primarily only pulling that out when it's dire, because I don't want to give away that I know <laughs> it's broken. I'm going to try and hold on to that and milk its use for as long as possible. And then, when the situation is right, I just want to pull out all the stops show off how obnoxious it is and leave the DM scratching their head and frustrated that this item just completely trivialized what they had planned. And after I'm done doing that, I will accept the fact that it may be taken away from me and that's fine because I got to Con you got your found, moment. I got my moment to confound the DM and leave him scratching his head at what to do next. And then if I lose it, 
I'm okay with that. I got my moment to steal the spotlight and maybe give them a little bit of a hard time. You are the worst type of player, and I'm just now realizing that. So just ignore everything that you have heard, please, dear yes, listeners, please, in the past few minutes. Please ignore my devi- my advice. Do what the other player in his game did and, and talk with your DM about it and be a, a good cooperative player because that will get you much further in your games. Yeah. But, you and know, notice, every once in a while, if you cause trouble, that's fine. Notice that we said players talk to your dms but we never said dms talk to your player because again i don't think i don't think whether or not it's in game or out of game it feels the same way if your dm comes to you and is like oh hey that item's broken we need to fix that like to me him having to come to you is gonna feel like he's taking something away no matter what and i don't recommend that as a dm only in absolute dire situations where it's like not only is this a grave mistake but this is this will just shut this game down completely. This is something that I cannot overcome and that will make it the lives of all the other players miserable. Okay, now I need to talk to that person. But it's a way better situation if you're going to your DM and saying, hey, let's resolve this and everybody's going to feel better at the end of the day. So I'm pretty good. You're pretty good? Yeah, I think I've hit on everything I want to with that. I don't really think I have a whole lot more to add. I'm sure if we got a discussion going, there's more ideas that could pop up. If you guys have ideas of your own or ways that you've handled the situation, feel free to let us know. Holler at us on the Facebook group, our, our Twitter account. Let us know what you think about magic items in your own games. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. See ya. See ya.